This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 2021, <laughs> and I haven't seen Omnia for over a year now. Wow, over yes, a year. Yes, over a year, a year and two weeks. Welcome back, Omnia, where she's finally back. She took her two weeks holiday, and now she's back in the new year. New her? Is it a new you? <laughs> No, it's the same me, same same show, same future talk, but brand new tech stories. Happy New Year to everyone tuning in to us right now. We have lots and lots to share with you about what's happening in the UAE and around the world. And we're going to be starting with Emirati researchers because with the new year, they're also achieving a lot of accomplishments when when we're talking about the tech world because a U.S. patent has been achieved for an innovative cancer treatment tech. And this is happening right here in the heart of Sharjah, coming right out of the American University of Sharjah. Yes, indeed. And also we're talking about Adobe Flash Player and how it is now histories and how a lot of top browsers are ending the support for it. Yes, indeed. Sad news for, honestly, for Adobe Flash Player. but. Big news is happening when it comes to the skies of the UAE because we're going to be talking about a meteor shower and quite literally a night sky show that will be taking place tonight. So you got to stay tuned to find out when and where you can catch it. We love seeing our sky shows, but let's talk about a new wearable device and how it does detect hand gestures that you do intend to make. Yes, indeed. But in the world of weird tech, we're talking all about robots dancing to a beat. And that beat has got to be one of the very old songs that a lot of us love to listen to. But this time, Boston Dynamics have been dancing to it using their brand new androids. I hope it's uh, their dogs that are dancing it yes, to it too. Yes, they are. Because we do know that Boston Dynamics is uh, well known or famous for their dogs, the robotic dogs. Yes, spot the dog. Lots and lots is on the show today. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Big news is happening right here in the heart of Sharjah. And this news relates to one of the biggest, let's call it a plague across different countries. A fear for many people, and that is cancer. For those of you who don't know, cancer cases are increasing every single year. And predictions actually show that about a 1.8 fold increase will be happening in cases in the region by the year 20. 2030. Now, for many of us, whenever we hear the word cancer, chemotherapy is the solution for it since it is one of the most commonly used procedures for eliminating cancer cells. However, right here in the heart of Sharjah, more specifically in the American University of Sharjah, a team of researchers alongside a professor have decided to create a breast cancer treatment that uses tech innovation and targets these cells a lot more effectively. Yes, and women in the Middle East are even at a higher risk as breast cancer is the more prevalent form of illness, which does account for 70% for all cancer cases in the region. Now, the technique that Omnia was talking to you guys about is now patented in the U.S. and does use nanotransmitters 
that reach directly for the cancer tissue and even binds themselves to it before deploying the drug using ultrasound. Now, this does target and eliminate cancer cells with high concentration of the drug without impacting healthy cells in the body. And that's how it does reduce the negative effects of the treatment. Now, what I do believe, I do know is that when you're going through chemotherapy, it destroys all the cells in your body. And I've had, a, I have, I believe, three family members who had cancer mm -hmm. and passed away, unfortunately. And all three of them went through chemotherapy. And I've seen the effect that chemotherapy had on them. And it's just a horrible sight to see. Absolutely. The issue with chemotherapy is even though it is very effective, it has saved the lives of many, it does have very tough impact on your body. A lot of people uh, kind of fear taking chemotherapy because it yes. causes loss in hair. It causes mm -hmm. loss of sometimes sense, strength. Now, now, a lot of people, Omnia, what, what I've heard or heard stories about is that a lot of people who unfortunately get diagnosed with cancer, some of them don't opt for chemotherapy. They just say, give me, let me live the, the rest of my six months or at whatever time they comfortably. have comfortably and let the cancer eat me away uh, slowly. So uh, we see that a lot because that's how strong chemotherapy is. But with this type of new technology that is happening or that was created right here in Sharjah, in the heart of Sharjah at the American University of Sharjah, uh, we're seeing that this might not be the answer anymore to breast cancer cases. Absolutely. Students specializing in biomedical, chemical and electrical engineering have actually all participated in this research. So they were actually bringing knowledge from different industries all to the table to create this empowering innovation. We've seen the UAE be a, an innovation hub for many medical technologies that we've discussed on the show. Uh, they've deployed AI to basically create a data-driven healthcare infrastructure that has fought back against the coronavirus pandemic. And I think a lot of people may find it very new to use tech in the field of the medical industry simply because we've only talked about it since COVID-19 became a part of our lives. But in reality, it's been a part of our lives and a part of the healthcare industry for a very, very long time. Yes, indeed. Now, 100% I'm with you on that, Omnia. Ever yeah. since last year, I think uh, beginning of 2020, we've been seeing uh, tech in the medical field kind of advance, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic. And I've read a lot of articles, Onya, that specialists and experts were saying that because of the COVID-19 pandemic, we're seeing such an advanced technology run right now. And uh, I actually yesterday, Omnia, I did get my hands on technology when it even came to uh, muscle therapy. Mm. Now, I have these type of this type of gadget yeah. at, at home where I put it on any muscle that hurts me and it will send electric signals. Oh, okay, like a mini massager. It's kind of I I don't know if it's a massager or not, <laughs> Omnia, but I was hurting, but it felt good after. And subhanAllah, you would see that the electrical signals that would be sent to my muscle, mm. my whole body would move. So if you're probably looking at on YouTube, you'd probably see <laughs> it would move and I wouldn't move anything. So we're seeing that tech in the medical field is very important, whether it's for inside of our body or outside of my body. And just like I said, with my muscles as well, anything that hurts me, I'm having a little pain in my neck, I just slap on those sensors, Omnia, and I'm good to go. So it's basically using tech to relieve pain, but also to save the lives, lives of many. Now, speaking of saving lives, one form of tech... One life is not being able to be saved. Exactly. One life is lost today on the tech show because Adobe Flash Player has now become a part of history. Mm -hmm. Many browsers that used to support this program have ended their support for it. Yes, indeed. Now, software major Adobe has bid goodbye to its icon 
iconic Flash player, as major internet browsers have shut it down on Friday, and Microsoft has even blocked its most version of Windows. Now, Omnia, mm -hmm. Adobe Flash Player played a historical, I'm saying historical part in our lives. Now, if you went to GameZar, uh, what, what, any game game website, it would, would require it would require Adobe Flash Player, and you would play all those games, whether it's billiards, uh, cards, any type of game, Hangman, you need Adobe Flash Player. So now we're saying goodbye to it in 2021. It feels like we're saying goodbye to a part of our childhood, honestly, because a lot of games that we grew up playing actually depended on Adobe Flash Player. It was its lifeline. But Adobe did announce earlier that they were going to stop supporting Flash on the 31 of December, but blocking Flash content from running on January yes. 12. So we still have some time, but so far it is on its way mm. to become a part of history. For those of you who don't know, uh, Adobe did announce that they were going to stop updating and distributing the Flash player after the 31st of December of last year. Can't believe we're saying last year about 2020. Um, but that's all because of the diminished usage of the technology and also the availability of better and more secure options that are out there on the market. Microsoft did also announce that they were going to be ending their support for Adobe Flash Player on Microsoft Edge and Internet Explorer 11 at the end of the year. Yes, now Adobe actually had recommended all users to immediately uninstall Flash Player to help protect their systems because a lot of uh, a lot of hacks do come with Flash Player yeah. because you allow access because if you go to a website you click allow now that what we call a drive by there was something even called a Java drive by I don't want to get too deep into it but I think the death or the or the farewell <laughs> of the Adobe Flash Player does come from our mobile devices, Omnia, mm. because a lot, a lot of the times we use Flash Player to play games on it, to have interactive. But with our phones, we have games, we have uh, productivity. Basically, everything is in our phone. So going to a website and playing games on a website is a thing of a past. Now, all we need is an app. Absolutely. So why live in the past when lots of lots of technology it has been rising when it comes to playing games, but also playing videos? Coming up on the show, we're talking all about a night sky show that is going to be taking place right here in the UAE, where to see it and how to catch it. This is all what we're going to be sharing with you in just a few moments. You're listening to Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, if you look up at the night sky, mm -hmm. you might see 120 shooting stars that will light it up and we're talking about tonight, ladies and gentlemen, right here in the UAE. Now, sky gazers are in for a New Year 2021 treat. And we're talking about a media shower that will peak on the night of January 3rd until the dawn of January 4th right here in the UAE. Now, let me tell you, according to NASA, this show is going to be one of the best annual meteor showers that your eyes will ever witness. So make sure you set your alarms. You get yourself in that car and you drive to where? It's exactly what we're going to yes. be telling you. But unlike any other meteor shower that tend to stay at their peak for about two days, the peak period of what we're going to be calling the quanteroids or qu quadrant quadrant tides. Yeah, quadrant it's, a, tides. it's a big word. It I, is a yeah. mouthful. Uh, it's only going to be lasting for a few hours. So you need to make sure that you catch it within these hours. During its peak, just like Hani mentioned, you're going to be witnessing 60 to 120 meteors per that hour this is all if we have perfect weather conditions which right here in the uae the weather has been amazing yes and i i, mean, I know how to say the word now 
quadrantids. Quad quadrantids. Yes, now these quadrantids are just like Omni said, considered to be one of the best annual meteor showers. And apparently it always falls on January 3rd, Omnia. Mm-hmm. So that is crazy. Now you don't need any special equipment to kind of view the meteor shower. All you need, just like Omnia said, is a clear sky, lots of patience, <laughs> and a handy interactive meteor shower sky map with a visibility conditions meter. Now, with these tips, they can maximize the shooting star viewing experience. Now, what you'll need is a secluded viewing spot away from the city light. So, you should go to Mleha mm-hmm. or you should go to the Sharjah Astronomical... Uh, Astronomy Space Astronomy Science S- yes. Center. Yes. Now, once at the venue, one's eyes may take 15 to 20 minutes to get used to the dark until your eyes kind of get used to the dark. Now, I mean, how often do you turn off your lights in your room and for, at first it's pitch black. You're like, where am I? And then all of a sudden you can see the cabinet, you can see the couch or wherever you are. So, your eyes do need a kind of a uh, little to bit adjust. of time to adjust. And then after that, you are ready to view the sky. Yes, indeed. All you have to do is dress for the weather, especially if you plan to stay out long. I don't know about you, Hani, but lately it's been getting pretty chilly right here in the UAE, especially during the nighttime and more specifically if you're heading to the desert. So make sure you bring a blanket Hate or... It. What? I don't like it. You don't like the cold? I don't like the cold because we're in COVID, Omnia. Okay. So when you, you, you're feeling a little bit chilly... Right? You're worried about catching a cold. You're worried about catching a cold and then going through the process of, am I co- uh, do I have a flu or, or is it do I have corona? So I don't like going <laughs> to it. And me, someone who during winter, I like to go to the desert a lot, Omnia. I love going to Mleha, especially right here in Sharjah University City Road and Rahmania area, Omnia. Next to the Sharjah Airport, by the way, there's a nice little area next to Sharjah Airport uh, after Rahmania, before Rahmania 3. And over there, you can see even the airplanes going up and down. It's in the desert. It's amazing. You guys should go there. You're getting a tourist guide right here on Future Talk. But I don't like going because (laughs) I get cold. And when I get cold, I go home and I feel like I'm sick. And then I wake up the next day, alhamdulillah. So, ladies and gentlemen, Hani does not like winter because of corona. Well, now all you have to do is actually pack up on those jackets. So make sure you bring a blanket, jackets, a comfortable chair because you might just be in there and waiting for quite some time. Portable heater. Yes, indeed. (laughs) After identifying where you want to go ahead and view this amazing meteor shower, lie down on the ground and look up in the direction of where you're going to find the most light. So the most radiant area will be your spot for watching the interactive meteor shower. Now, a lot of sky maps are actually available on NASA's website. Uh, so you can go ahead and check it out to know exactly which stars, which meteors are you looking at. And the Dubai Astronomy Group is actually organizing a paid stargazing party at Wadi Shauka. Uh, and Ras Al Khaimah as well will also be holding yeah. another event to witness that as well. So pack your bags, go to the patrol station, get some <laughs> snacks and go all the way to Ras Al Khaimah at Wadi Shauka. And ladies and gentlemen, you'll, be, have a, you'll have a sight to see. Now, I would probably do it. But all of my friends are not here right now. Oh, God. Unfortunately. Don't let me cry on air, Omnia. <laughs> but uh, if you guys do go, let let's know if you guys are going to go. 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. And you can even send us pictures on Instagram. And if we do like your pictures, we might even post it on our story. Oh, that would be a nice one. We will go ahead and repost all of your photos. So make sure you get yourself prepped and you head there because it is definitely going to be a show that you do not want to miss. Coming up on the show, Lots and Lots is still in store on Future Talk because we're going to be talking about a new wearable device that can detect hand gestures that you intend to make even before you make them. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse. 
gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Imagine typing on a computer without a keyboard or even playing a video game without a controller. But listen to this one because you could possibly be driving a car without a wheel. Yes, you heard me right. No wheels involved and it's not an autonomous car because a team of scientists have developed a new device that can recognize hand gestures based on electrical signal signals that they can detect in your forearm. Yes. That's a new one. Yeah, Omnia. I mean, that's crazy. Now, the system, which which couples wearable biosensors with artificial intelligence or AI, could one day be used to control prosthetics or even to interact with almost any type of electronic device. And this was said from engineers at the University of California in Berkeley. So we're looking at something that is game changing. Absolutely, especially for people of determination, because prosthetics are actually one important application of this technology. But besides that, it could also offer a very intuitive way of communicating with computers. Now, a lot of the researchers who have helped design this device have actually said that reading hand gestures is one way of improving the human-computer interaction, which will become a very important interaction in the coming years. Yes, now to create the hand gesture recognition system, because obviously machine learning and AI are implemented with this type of uh, wearable device. Mm -hmm. Now, the team did collaborate with a professor of electrical engineering at University of California in Berkeley to design a flexible armband that can read all electrical signal signals at 64 different points on the forearm. So obviously you have the forearm, all of it. So we do know like, Omni, if you go and move your hand like this right now. It's your forearm, you can, that, the you muscles are in your forearm. The, the muscles right here are moving everything. So you just have that armband and then the rest is history. Absolutely, and we're talking about 64 different points. So you can only imagine how accurate will those sensors read your electrical signals. And then these electrical signals are then fed into an electrical chip that is actually programmed with artificial intelligence and algorithm that is capable of associating these signal patterns in the forearm with specific hand gestures. So it's like it's kind of like a secret language that uh, the prosthetic will or this device will learn. It will be able to translate every electrical signal to the hand gesture that it represents. Now, the team actually succeeded in teaching the algorithm how to recognize 21 individual hand gestures. So this also includes the thumbs up, the fist, the flat hand, holding up individual fingers, and even counting numbers. Yes, now just like other AI software, the algorithm has to first learn how electrical signals in the arm do correspond with individual hand gestures. Now, all you need to do is have to wear the cuff while making the hand gestures one by one. Now, Omni, I would probably make the Macarena. <laughs> I think it would be awesome. You know? Really? Like playing it, because we can play games with it now. So imagine you're having like Dance Dance the Evolution. You're like, eh, Macarena. <laughs> well, I guess that cuff will have to recognize a million hand gestures in that, in gonna, that dance. It would be fun, Omni. Now, when I think about games like this, now, obviously, someone who has a big background on gaming, mm. me, myself, uh, this could be a game changer for people with prosthetics. I'll tell you why, Omnia. Because a lot of people, unfortunately, when when you play a computer game, you need your fingers. And when you play a, a console game, let's say, for example, the PS5, you need your fingers. So, unfortunately, some people cannot hit the, the keys because of, let's say, uh, maybe their finger is broken. Maybe their finger is chopped off. Maybe they weren't born with a thumb. Now, some of these cases do happen. And it 
it does restrict these people in playing games or interacting with their phone as well or even typing on a keyboard so when you have this type of technology being implemented in this in the, in the day we, day and age we are now i do believe that a lot of game developer developers will be implementing this to cater to all type of gamers absolutely so it's basically going to be uh, helping to promote inclusivity between everyone uh, but a big advantage of this device and i'm sure this is something that a lot of people are worried about which is privacy. Yes. So one thing that you should be uh, safe about when it comes to using this new device is that all of the information will not be transmitted somewhere else. So no personal data will be transmitted to a nearby computer or a yes. device. Not only does this uh, help protect your information, but it also speeds up mm. computing time mm. and ensures that all of your biological data remains private, which is definitely a big worry, mm. especially whenever we're talking about chips connected to our bodies, one big example is the Neuralink by yes. Elon Musk. A lot of people... But people don't, don't mind having a, a chip inserted in their brain. Yeah, but when it don't. comes to anything else, like, oops, no, conspiracy <laughs> theorists start coming out from under the ground. But uh, again, talking about how privacy is very important, obviously, just like you said, Omni. And that's why everything on the chip will be there locally. Mm -hmm. So it does kind of, it does actually uh, speed up computing time because it doesn't have to go to server and come all the way back. It's just right there and now. Just like, pew, 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 pew. Absolutely. And you're not worried about someone hacking into it because yeah imagine if someone hacked into it omnia and moves your arm the yeah, way they want that'd be awesome <laughs> i'd probably hack into your arm omnia what do you want to do with my arm start Move making the buttons? peace signs omnia peace signs doing the macarena oh my god can you imagine that omnia i'm just like yeah. moving me like a puppet now yeah, like a voodoo doll let oh me know god. your thoughts 4215 or on our instagram at pulse95 radio if you had this wearable armband what would you use it for and do you need it Speaking of dancing and doing the Macarena dance, we're going to be talking all about Boston Dynamics dancing to a rhythm. What is that song? And how how could dogs dance? How could robotic dogs dance? This is definitely something that we're going to be discussing in just a few moments. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Do you guys like to dance? Because I like to dance, but we're talking about robots that like to dance as well. And we're talking about Boston Dynamics dancing androids and how it is a hit. Now, Technology Giant does show four of its robots dancing the 1962 hit, Do You Love Me? Now, we do know that Boston Dynamics is well known for the robotic dog that made headlines a couple of years ago. I believe it was last year or the year before that. And uh, we did actually talk about Boston Dynamics a lot on the show. But today, in 2021, we're talking about the Dancing Four. Yes, indeed. Spot and Atlas Robots. Those are the names of the robotic dogs that have been making the new year, 2021, be filled with joy and a lot of new vibes, let's say, away from coronavirus because Boston, well, we can hear them singing right now. Boston Dynamics have been uh, working on how to make those Atlas robots do the twist, the mashed potato, and other classic moves. And these robots are also joined by the dog-like robot Spot. Uh, he's a wheeled robot that has been originally designed for warehouse work. However, 
During the coronavirus pandemic, we've seen him do a lot more than just help out in warehouses. Yes, indeed. Now, Boston Dynamics is infamous for its scary robot videos, but this one is clearly a playful attempt to close the books on 2020. Now, Spot the Dog-like Robot Omnia made headlines on Twitter when it was first shown showcasing Spot's abilities. And even we looked at the extent of Spot even being enforced with the New York Police Department to become a police dog. But now... Without all that police work, we're seeing Spot the Robot starting to dance. Now, thousands have applauded the robot's moves and the technology powering them. Now, others did appear to be a little freaked out about their dexterity and flexibility and how it does kind of resemble a human-like motion. I have to admit, they do look a, a little bit creepy, but to be fair... Imagine Omni, you wake up at like 3 in the morning and you hear, th- <laughs> you hear sounds outside. You open your window and you see all these four robots just dancing. Just dancing to music. No music. No music? (laughs) No, that's even more creepy. That feels like a part of a movie, a Black Mirror episode that I never, ever want to witness. But looking at these robots and the music they were dancing to, I definitely do love them since they were dancing to the 1962 hit, Do You Love Me? If you want to go ahead and check them out, you can... We can still hear them dancing to the music. I think it's out of our laptops. Oh. Um, if you want to go ahead and check them out uh, on Boston Dynamics Twitter and Instagram, you can see them doing some moves. And may I say, they have got that flexibility on point. Yes, indeed. I'm looking at them right now. They're dancing. They're doing the mashed potato. I want them to do the macarena, though. Oh, God. And maybe teach me teach me how to doggy. Teach me oh. how to Or oh, watch my whip. And watch me name it. I think I would love to see something like that. I'm just imagining Spot the Robot and Atlas the Robot dancing with Hanny. In the studios of Pulse95, that would Man, be... Man, I'd beat them, you that, know? That would be a scene to witness. I'd beat them. Now, we do know technology is advancing in all types of sectors, but with dancing, they cannot come near me, Omnia. <laughs> because I will do the worm. Do you know what the worm is, Omnia? Yes, I know. The it's like that. Yeah. You want me to do it right now? I can do it right now. I think we're good. Yeah. I think everyone tuning in to us on Pulse95 Radio on YouTube. If you, uh, Pulse95 YouTube, whoever is watching right now, send in our comments. <laughs> thumbs up if you want me to do the robot or do the worm or send a caterpillar emoji. You're definitely starting 2021 with a bang. <laughs> I'm starting 2021. I mean, it is the year to make and the year to remember. 2020 was uh, kind of rough. We did have a lot of rough patches, but inshallah, hopefully 2021 will be better. We're looking at the COVID-19 vaccine coming out in a lot of countries and a lot of uh, countries are regulating the Pfizer and BioNTech vaccine. So that is something to look forward to. And look, we're seeing dancing robots. Very fun. It's a fun year, Omni. It's the first Sunday of 2021. I know. And a lot of people are actually uh, looking forward to 2020 because everyone was saying it's the year we're going to see flying cars. And even though we did see a few, they're still not widespread. And I'm sure 2021 still holds a lot in store Mm. for what's happening in the tech world. Mm. Let us know what are your plans for this new year and what are some of your goals that you plan to achieve within this coming Mm. year? I don't like setting New Year's resolutions. I feel like Mm. they're just a little bit... Too cheesy. It's a little bit too too cheesy, but it does kind of give some people a push. And we do know that that a lot of people don't kind of continue with the new (laughs) New Year's resolutions. But hopefully, you will. Now, again, talking about the COVID nineteen pandemic, twenty twenty, it did push technology in many many different ways. And a lot of people, I mean, a lot of experts were saying that because of the COVID nineteen pandemic, we're seeing technology being pushed an extra ten to fifteen years because a lot of things needed to happen during the pandemic. We're talking about remote learning, remote working. A lot of things were being done at home and a lot of technological sectors were advancing because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So I'm very excited to see what 2021 has in store for us. And I hope you guys are are all too excited. And if any news does happen (laughs) in the tech world, you know where to find us right here only on Pulse95.
95. Yes, indeed. So make sure you catch us again tomorrow. Same time, same place from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, we're going to be opening the airwaves for the Dream Team. Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah are going to be coming in to give you all that you need to know about what is happening in the entertainment industry. Lots and lots is in store on their show. So make sure you keep all 95 locked. Stay blessed, stay safe, and we'll see you next time. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.